Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But it's Adamo is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks podcast. Uh, geez, it's taken us a while to get up and running, but we finally got it done. Um, quickly touch on last week. What do you guys think? Nature Strip, anything? Poo. Poo. Yeah, poo. <laughs> Just poo. <laughs> Just terrible. No, badly the same before. It could be a could be a major wall set up. You gotta read between the lines. Yeah, here. you do. Um That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, don't worry about the old boy. He'll come back. Yeah. Um Don Duck Boosty. Uh well done, mate. It's your third. We have to restart. I went next trip to place and <laughs> yeah, the rest. You'll load the kitty back up again. You'll load the kitty yeah, back, back up extra fifty. Um what are we doing with the one fifty boost? Uh one fifty on in secret to place. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, I guess we can't really say much else. Great. Today we're going to be covering 14 group races. <clears throat> Strap yourself in. I'm probably going to get a sore back in here. Um, lot to cover. Eight at Sandown, the lakeside, and six in Sydney for Ramwick. So, Blue Diamond Stakes Day at Sandown. May as well rip straight in. So, we're at the lakeside. So, the track here, it's a little bit different. The rail's in the true position. So the difference with this between the hillside on the straight is around 85 metres. So this is a 407 metre straight versus 491 on the hillside. As to where you want to be, so the way I kind of explain it, it's a bit like a horseshoe. It's got like two, so it's different for the 1400, uh, 1600 to the post races. They run like upper back straight and they turn once, kind of run straight again, then turn again and they've got the 400 metre straight. Think of it kind of like a horseshoe. It's shaped like that or just look up the map. Um, definitely an advantage to be drawn inside and up on speed, I think, 1,400 metres <clears throat> and below. The 1,100 metre race for the Oakley Plate, it's out of a shoot. You can kind of be drawn everywhere. It's like a really soft turning um, straight. So you'd be all right with that, but definitely 1,200, 1,400 metres, advantage to be on speed, drawn inside. Um, yeah, so when you're doing your form, Look at that. Uh, for the weather, Wednesday, 30% chance of 5 mil. Thursday, 33% chance of 10, uh, sorry, 1 mil. Friday, th- oh, no, these are all degrees. My bad. 30 degrees, 33 <laughs> degrees, 34 degrees. And on Saturday, 29 degrees with the highest chance of rain on Saturday, 1 to 5 mils. We're going to be on a good four, probably an upgrade to a good three throughout the day. There's not really any rain expected there. Um We'll rip right into race two, the group two, Angus Armanasco um, over the 1400 boosty. Uh, your favourite shuffle dancer at 360, laced up heels, 550, called dice, $6, she's lickety split, sevens, royal merchant, sevens, wave rider boy, 13s, and you can have longer the rest. Um, leader here, I think she's lickety split, goes forward with royal merchant being sixth up. Wave Rider Boy tries to come from across. I think it's pretty tricky. Might get stuck wide. Then you got Jenny Lala, Dear Jewel, Shuffle Dancer, probably gets a trail in, sitting outside, Call D, and then Lace Up Heels gets the back of her with Adamant, Eternal Flame, and Camp- <coughs> Campania Volpe. Um, I suppose we won't go through all of them. I thought there was one chance in this race after going through them. Um, Shuffle Dancer for me, I thought 
Looks really good. Fastest forward of the two and two of the posts of the race, 2.9 lengths inside the class. Comes here fit, fifth up. Moody horses under $4 since Boxing Day in the metro area. He's four from seven, 32% profit on turnover. The key to this horse, I think, is Ben Mellon's got to go forward from barrier nine. I think he's got to put her in the first half of the race. If he does, I think she's so hard to beat. Plenty of upside with a few that I think haven't returned that well or they're already fit and um, not doing too much. Clav? Yeah, I agree with Bailey here. I think Shuffle Dancer had no luck last start, was stuck until the last 200 metres and Melham got out, gave it two whips and the race was pretty much over. Not good market support, $1.80 into $1.60 or something. Yeah, uh, likes the track and distance. It's a big step up in class, but I think he has the class to do so good as well. Good map as well. Perfect map if he puts her there. Yeah, and another one I just want to touch on. I was on him last week, a bit disappointing, but hopefully can back up here. She's lickety split. Uh, swaps out Damien Lane for shooting here, steps up from 1,100 metres to the 1,400 metres. Um, he didn't really jump too well last start. She, this, yeah. yeah, she didn't jump too well in the <laughs> last start. It was in the second half of the field where usually she's in the top one or two pairs trying to set the uh, set the lead and set the tempo. So uh, hopefully, uh, as Bailey's alluded to on the, on the map here, we'll find the fence and go pretty well. Voost. Uh, going a bit different here, going with laced up heels, second up now. So it was flying home last star, I reckon it just peaked on its run too early. Yeah, I agree with that. And now second up, getting that 1,400 metre, Chris Parnham sticks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty keen on that. And also can't jump off, she's lickety splits, got that form. And if it can run to its best, could put in a cheeky race. I will say, Boosty, like backing that up, fastest six of the four of the race, laced up heels, then third fastest four of the two for the last so that extra time to me and she just tapers off a bit. <clears throat> I don't know how you guys are finding she's lickety split here. Um, ninth fastest four to the 200 and two to the post. Like this is a 1,400-meter horse who's just doing nothing late, was all out gassed. <clears throat> um, 1,400 meters would definitely suit her more, but, gee, she's hard to back off that first one. Um, another thing, Lace Up here was just had, I reckon, the perfect ride straight down the outside and couldn't get it done. So I was against all that form line. And with something else, 100 on. Mm. Fair enough. Um, I've gone, um, I actually didn't put the strategy in here. I've just gone, let's say, 80 bucks, shuffle dancer, 20, <laughs> she's looking at uh, 70 laced up heels, 30, she's looking at All right, moving on to race three, the group three mannerism over the 1,400 metres club. Yeah, two, uh, 440. Slammed in the early money at the moment. Barb Raider, 460. Espiona, 460. Pride of Jenny, 460. Tora Jean, $5. And Forbidden City, 950. Likes her runs come out, hey? Yeah, she runs down in Sydney. Um, Map here. May as well take her out. Oh, they've already taken her out for me. Tora Jean goes forward with Pride of Jenny, one with Shin on. Barb Raider, I think, gets one out, one back. Turath gets the back of her. Then you got Forbidden City and Espiona out the back. Um, I thought there was a couple of chances here. I think are we all get Espion is just nothing. No, yeah, no, she's double accepted, but it's a cat anyway. So. Yeah, I can't. Back so, she's, yeah. The, I, the thing with Espiona, she's got to beat you to for you to back her next side. You can't be waiting for her to do it. I reckon if she comes down and beats you, you cop it on the chin. Yeah, then you yeah. go, all right. So I was against her. Last mm. was awful. Last start, Barb Raider. What were you thinking here, Clay? I thought interesting. Barbara needs further distance, so I feel like it's a tick over run for did win? Did win first up last prep over the 1,400 metres just a week earlier. That's one. 
Um, Jerome Hunter, since the 1st of January this year, 5 from 10, going at 50%, mm. striking huge 166 <laughs> uh, on profit on turnover, keeps Craigie. I think it's it's hard to hard to bin her. I'm kind of feeling the same thing, though. First up, 1,400, yeah. big weight. Um, she might be good enough to do it, but, yeah, I guess we've got to wait and see. The one for me I actually found was Torrigine here, or I think mm. that's how you say it. It was a really good rating last start behind my whisper. I think she keeps a little bit of residual fitness there, um, racing, you know, into November last year. First up, 1,400. She's done it twice. It, she can run a genuine run race. She'll be up on the speed. And I think she might be either leading prior to Jenny or outside her, and we've seen her do that before as well. So there's no real um, late figures from her, but I think she'll be in it for a long, long way. Yeah, I agree. Bailey here. I've landed on Torajane as well. Uh, it's got a really good jockey and horse combo here. I think Dean Yendall's on it. Something's good point. Yep. Uh, three starts, two wins in a second. Loves the distance. First up, two from two as well. Uh, he's had two trials leading this, so he should be pretty good to go. And last up was a group three, so he's in the same class as well. Um, and the other one I want to touch on has been backed in was Turath. Gets Marcus on here. He draws gate four, four, so he won't miss the start like Oli did last start. Uh, he should hopefully be in the first pair. Hoping Zara can stack him up a bit like a Gentleman Roy sort of run here. Third up and has a bit of race fitness. You reckon she'll leave? I reckon. Gets has the gate. Mm. I reckon I've, I've got two wrap up and Tyler Jean sitting one out, one back sort of thing. Yeah, rookie. rookie. That's why I did the maps. I don't worry. <laughs> Who cares? One, <laughs> of, the, one of those are going to win, oh, so don't worry. Oh, two wrap. Two wrap. Really good bet, I reckon. Third up now, Zara's jumping on instead of Ollie. That was just enough for me. And it's just coming in third up, I just think it would be very hard to beat. Yeah, no, I'm against Surath here, and this is why I'm going to give you some more ratings. But um, so she's, like, she's run a really poor 10 to the 800. So she's the 10th fastest of the race, 8 to the 6th, 10th fastest of the race. Second quickest, 6 to the 4, she explodes at 200 metres. Then she's back to the six fastest for the 400 to the 200 and eight fastest 200 to the post. She just yeah, an could, sprint, could sprint for 200 metres and then was done. The one I'm actually interested in is Water. now the roughie in the race. Forbidden City. City. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last 600, 9.4 lengths above the all benchmark behind Rotar Ataki. Fastest four to the 200 and two to the post of the race. Um, third fastest two to the post of the day. Fifth up, Moody Camp. Already touched on how good he's going. There's a small map here, so I think there's two things. This horse might have the best turn of foot in the race. If they go slow, can sit off the back and charge home. We haven't seen this horse in a fast run race, so it can either undo her, again, 10 bucks about it, or it could bring her on majorly and she could explode with it. So I think there's a little bit of a gamble with that horse, but that's why we're taking, you know, the biggest odds in the race and taking a, a trusty one up on speed. So they're the two for me. Um, Espiona, I thought, no chance. Barbara Aid is probably third pick. Pride of Jenny, what were you thinking? Good, wet, needs a wet trap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It scares me. Shame Barrier one, mm-hmm. just straight to the front. Could be Put like the a, brakes on. Could be like a glint of silver run last. Yeah, she scares me. It's a tough race. Um, 70 Torrigine, 30 forbidden. Yeah, uh, 60 Torrigine, 42 rush. 100 two rush. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, moving on to race for the Group 3 Zedative States, over 1,200 metres. Boosty. Yeah. Uh, uh, your favourite, Spacewalk, 340. Queen of the Ball, 450. Rich Fortune, 550. Recommendation, $8. I'm not even going to say that name. $10. 
<laughs> oh, Don Cerruge, is that the one? Yeah. Um, Map here, Queen of the Ball and recommendation are the two leaders from Duet Lara and Watson by the two moody runners at Big Odds. Then you've got Wee Nessie and Ladonce Rouge. Spacewalk's probably got the back of them. And then you've got Rich Fortune, Sebenak, and Meridius out the back. Um, So, who do we want to really touch on here? You can probably nail it down to – I had it down to pretty much three chances. Um, or probably four. Look, Queen of the Ball, Recommendation, um, Spacewalk, and Rich Fortune were mine, the four in the market. Are you guys thinking the same kind of thing? Yes, and I've just picked a little one outside. Um, I'll touch on Queen on the Ball. So I touched in the review that she was the Black Booker for us. Um, I also Black Booker Rich Fortune. That race rated really well there, and I thought both of them would be a good bet next start. They both come against each other. So like I touched on earlier as well with this map, with this track, sorry, you want to be – further forward than further back. So Queen of the Ball probably gets the front here from barrier 10. I reckon Shin's going to be pretty keen to get the front. She's going to be fit a second up. Um, I think the one that maps the best with the most advantages. And I thought Rich Fortune <coughs> here is still a really good bet. She was huge last start. It's just a shame that, you know, this is the track she has to run on. And saying that the extra 100 metres is a big tick, um, She's going to get back and run on Keeps Craig. It might be too late, but as I said, that race rated really well. 2.6 lengths inside the class. She could be the one storming home, and um, she did it not too long ago, boys. Yeah, I'm a bit different here to Bailey. I've gone spacewalk. Uh, Cummings doesn't bring his horses from Sydney down in Melbourne for no reason. He's third up now, has the race fitness. Uh, only query is the weight, jump up and weight here, but I do expect Jamie Carr to hopefully be a bit more forward from the draw. Um, and the other one I want to touch on is that bit of that ruffy that Vusi could have pronounced. I'm not going to say its name either. Bailey <laughs> Don't was, say Rouge. Yeah, that one. Uh, he's a good, honest horse. I feel like he goes under the radar here. He has form behind Mumbai Jewel, English Riviera. He always finishes within the length of the winner. Uh, last start, drew the car park. I reckon he was 15 wide. Kicked on for fifth in the same race that Bailey said. Rated quite well with the Queen of the Ball and Rich Fortune. He gets a better gate now. Ethan Brown goes on, who has a bit of a affiliation with this Singapore trainer. Um, also drops two kilos in the weights. Google little horse at 10 bucks. Uh, mate, you said it all before with Spacewalk. Just keen on, I love when Sydney horses come to uh, Melbourne. Jamie Carr's on. Yep. Yeah, it was just enough for me. And then the one at odds. Odds. <laughs> the one, Sevenak, Oli on. I was on him first up. I was on him first up. I was on him first up, being gelded, and he ran, he ran on for third. And that day he beat uh, Andermatt. And now if Ollie can pull one out of his ass, <laughs> this is the one I want. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'll give that a pass. <laughs> yeah, spacewalk for me, just 53 kilos, 51 kilos, jumps to 56, goes from a benchmark 88 to a group three. Um, I think there's it's not like it's an easy group three and it's probably not the right track for him either. This recommendation, do you guys have a look into it much? A little bit, not too um, much. Yeah, so wins by 3.5 lengths at Canterbury, carries 61 and a half. Huge last 600, 5.2 lengths above the class. It's rated extremely well. I just don't – he's never seen any pressure in his races. All of them are back-end figures. I think here with Queen of the Ball, they're going to be going quick, and I don't know if he's going to be able to handle it. That was, the, that was the only reason that I couldn't really find him. And John Allen. John Allen's not the, no, I'm not the biggest fan of John Allen. No, you're not. 
Um, I must say, I thought both the Moody runners pretty big odds here. They they've both been around in the like they've both been rating uh, racing in some pretty high races, um, class wise compared to a few of these. But um, maybe it's just not go down. They need a bit further. But I wouldn't be surprised if one of them rocks up into it, shows up in a place. But I'll go 60, Queen of the Ball, 40, Rich Fortune. Think one of them wins best form line at the moment. Yep, 70, Spacewalk, 30, uh, Ladon Zerogue. Uh, 90, Spacewalk, 10, Sevenak. Sweet. Um, moving for the fly, huh? Right, moving Seven. on to race five, the Group 2 Autumn Classic over the 1800 Club. Yep, uh, Pericles, two, 350, Mr. Marshall, 550, Hennessy Lad, $6, Acosta, $8, Allsbred, Rising Sun, 850. Uh, and Yasuk 17s, Art Zena 18s, and you have longer the rest. Um, thought Mr. Maestro, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt. Um, Acosta probably leads with Suzoro here, big field, high approach, comes across from 15 outside Pericles and Patrick. Yasuki's there next with Hennessy Lad and Mr. Maestro from Barrier 3. Art Zeno's off the back of them with a VCR six feet, and then out the back you've got Ozbred Rising Sun Northern Barrage promises kept and affordable. Um, as I was about to say, Mr. Maestro, another black booker we took on the review. Now, this race hasn't rated that well, but when you come against this kind of class and you're getting the same horses racing each other in the same form line, he's definitely the one we wanted out of this race. The 14 to 1,800 metres is a huge tick. At 1,800 metres, he's two from two. Draws barrier three so he can roll forward. Last 600, 9.7 lengths um, above compared to Pericles, who was only the um, fifth fastest of the race there. I just think Mr. Maestro's drawn drawn better. I think the step up and trip's better. I'm just worried if he, he just needs a bit of luck at some stage, but who have we got on here again? It's Shin, isn't it? We got Shin, um, so he'll get the job done for us. I think he's a cracking bet. There, Clav. Yeah, I agree. Bailey, not really too much more to touch on there. I think you hit the nail on the head. I'm going to touch on a little roughy here. Um, Vusi was speaking about him last, or oh, maybe a week or two ago, Art Zeno. <laughs> yeah. You jumped on him. Jumped on him here. As, I think last I think Vusi jumped, jumped off. Yeah, I feel like he wants further, but $18, I'm happy to have a little spec. Um, Marky Zara sticks yeah, on. A little bit early market support. He's going to appreciate the distance. Um yeah, just drew the car park last time. It was never in the race. He draws a little bit lower down. Hopefully, he can push up a little bit there and give himself a chance. Definitely a really good each way play for me. Uh, that's the two that I want to go with. Yeah, I'm the same with you as in Maestro. Thought his first up run was good enough. And now he gets to a distance that he likes. Shins on. Uh, second up, going to be fitter. And the one, the roughy I didn't mind was the seven, Acosta. Uh, last start, he just stuck them up and then Hennessy Lad basically got him with about 50 metres left. It's going to be fitter for that and hopefully just find the front and just lead. Yeah, I, as I said, I wasn't too keen on that um, Mr. Mice, like that race behind. Who won that Glint of Silver? Yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. really rate very well. So I went looking for a little bit of different form. I ended up finding Hennessy Lad, the other one. So I I was with you, Lucy. I was a Costa or Hennessy Lad and I settled with Hennessy Lad just on – the fastest 200 to the post of the race, I think he's more suited to the 1800. Like, I think he's he's better at going, going the 1800. In saying that, though, Costa's not a bad bet. That was only his third career start. It'll be improvement to come, but I think he's going to have to work a bit harder here than he had to last time in Hennessy Lad. 
might be stronger late. So I'm going 65, Mr. Maestro, 35, Hennessy Lane. Yeah, I've gone 80, Maestro, 20, Artzino. Uh 80, Maestro, 20, Acosta. Moving on. Race six, the toughest race of the day, in my opinion, the group two, Peter Young over the 1,800. <sighs> Look at him. Go, uh, Vusi, go. The GOAT, Gold Trip, 320, <laughs> Emissary, 550, No Compromise, 850, Surefire, 850, Numerian, 11s. You can have longer the rest. Um, I think Keats leads to nine knowledge here from Steinem and Numerian. No Compromise and Surefire share that middle spot with Young Werther. A Misery from two is probably not too far away with Gold Trip. And then you've got Yaffet and El Paradiso right out the back off three and a half years. Since running third in the Melbourne Cup. Three and a half years. Since 2019. Oh, wow. Third. Wow. So, brave place when I'm thinking. Group two, first up. <laughs> like, ballsy. You, gotta, oh. like you, you can't be back in there on Saturday, but you just want to see some life. Like, you just want to see him getting back and running the light, uh, running, you know, That's hitting the line. Yeah, as I said, That's tough cool. race. A lot of these yeah, resuming. For or two of the two, the first and second in the Melbourne Cup resume here. Yumirian was somewhere in there, not too high up, I think. Who else? No, that was it. Was Young Word in the Melbourne Cup? No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, tough race for me. Gold trip, Wait, what? best horse in the race for me. Intent though, is there is there much intent there? That's what I couldn't really get my head around. I think you just want him to run well to see that he's back. Same thing with the Misery. I thought they were both, you know, obviously they're two classy horses, but I thought this smelt a little bit like a, uh, well, a Waller so setup. Yeah. I just think no compromise was huge first up there. Uh, one, you know, they all have the no compromise and Surefire both have the extra one, but talking about no compromise, 5.6 lengths above the benchmark last 600, flew home behind Banjo. 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 Who, um, Ran really well last week. I think there might be others that aren't here to play. I still feel like from the barrier they can put him in the race and he can run really well. Same with Surefire. Was good first up, hitting the line. 1,800 metres is another tip. Jamie Carr, I think, will put this horse in the race. I think there's a little bit of an issue to get both of these horses. Surefire was supposed to be Caulfield Cup favourite at one stage and things didn't go to plan. I think he might be hitting, hitting different strides, this thing. So both of them, for me, just smells like one, I reckon. So the two you're going? Yeah, they're yeah. the two for me. I'll get them out of the way because I'm not that confident. No, yeah. fair. I'm also with no compromise. He had a cracking race last start. Came flying up the rails and just missed the winner who had an eight-kilo weight swing on him on the day. Mickey D and Wall have had a few good winners, so I'm hoping they're looking to add another here. Um, and then also, I want to touch on Missary. Blake Sheen sticks here. He has a pretty good first-up record. He looked really good in his trial. He does prefer a dry, dry surface, which he'll get on the weekend, and he also likes the distance. Just hoping he has a bit of intent, as Bailey was touching on. Because, I mean, obviously, Goldship's the best horse in the race, but is he there to win on the weekend? Most definitely not. Yeah, well, of course, I'm going to go with Gold Trip. I can't jump off him now. Um, yeah, I just he's the best horse in the race. I'm hoping if he's just even at 80%, he can just get the job done. But uh, my roughie for the race was actually Young Werther. So he ran, was it last week or the week before? Week before, yep. Yeah, and he was... Like he had the weirdest run. He was like boxed up, and then he was trying to get out. And then he finally got out. He wasn't bad there at all, and he was flying. Mm. But yeah, second up. Hopefully, he gets a better spot. And yeah, am I too? 
prices. Um, I'm going, I think I'm going 50-50. Yep. Yeah, everyone's 65, Miss Airy, 35, no compromise. Uh, 80, Gold Trip, 20, Young Werther. Moving on to the feature of the day, race seven, the Group 1 Blue Diamond Stakes over the 1,200 metres club. Yeah, Steel City, 440, Barber, 550, Brave Halo, 850, Little Bros, 950, The Instructor, 10s, Don Corleone, 10s, Exploring, 14s, and you have a look at the rest. The map is key here. So the Instructor goes forward with Extreme Threat, Exploring comes across with Party for Two, pushing up from the inside, Zolka for I think Jamie Carr uses that barrier, um, puts Barber in the race, Steel City from five is not too far away. Brave Halo probably has to sit three wide. VC's there, Arkansas Kid's there. Mark Sarah won't be too far away on Don Corleone. Still got him in the back half with Lil Rose, Picky, Sensical, Beauty Rising, Sonic Boom and Debenko. Cracking, cracking race. Yeah, yeah, for me here, as I touched on that kind of horseshoe shape, Really important, 1,200 metres, a lot of them seeing it for the first time or being a little bit vulnerable late, you want to be getting an economical run in transit and you want to be kind of hugging that rail, not being spat out three ride the trip because it's a long distance. You're running a lot of extra ground than the others. So straight away, I thought anyone who was keen on Brave Halo, extremely tough on the weekend. I thought if he drew a barrier, even with Oli on, he was a good chance. He looked unlucky there, but, well, it's going to be hard to do. Um Barber, for me, couldn't have drawn better, actually. I don't think you want to be drawn too far in on this horse because he wants to get out and run pretty pretty early. But I think second up 1,200 metres, car stick. She'll sit him definitely in the first half. Um, might get, you know, the run of the race where you, uh, he can peel off the back of the stablemate Zolkofar. That's in the ideal world. And just, yeah, I thought, yeah, like, little bros, you know, looks like the – the runner of the race last start. But I think where this horse is going to map compared to the other and the economical run he's going to have in transit, it's going to be a lot better than something like Lil Bros back in the field. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Barber the same kind of way. No, I wasn't. You seen Barber? Yeah. Been with Barber every start, so I'm not jumping off. And I just, yeah, I think that barrier just sets it up perfect. And the only one I could have made another case for was Steel City. You know, that form behind Learn to Flow, I think, who's a very good horse. Yeah. Jeez, you didn't look too far from top of the market, did you, mate? Yeah, well, no. I, I'm the I same. I'm with Steel City as well. Yeah. I thought went into this race thinking, oh, I'll be, there'll be a lot more things that I'm going to find out along the way, and it just really wasn't. It played really straight for me. Like, Steel City, blink his first time, gets shin, form behind Red Resistance, who hasn't lost, Learning to Flow hasn't lost. She started favourite over both of them. Um both times. She's going to get the dream map here from Barrier 5. This horse could just explode there. Two starts at last 600 of have 600 metres has been huge. The 1,200 just looks the most ideal for her in the race. Like, I just, you can't look past her. Um, that Sydney form looks to be a little bit better than this. Barb's been there, still City's been there, and I just think tick, tick to both of them. Um, it sucks yeah. that they're both at the top of the market. The only other one that was probably an X factor for me was Don Corleone, but the map's no good for him, and I just think he failed last time. Tight turning track at his third start. He's just going to be a little bit all over the place, but it wouldn't <laughs> shock me if he got a gap and just exploded. I like Zolka for at 27s, hey? Wow. That, for, that VC and Zolka performs not as bad as what everyone's making it out to be. It's just, is he as good as Barla? And VC, the map for me, was just a little bit... Uh, but I think they're... 
they'll one of them will run really well here, and you'll go, oh, I didn't expect them to be that good. Both of them are good horses. Yeah. So Zolkfer's so definitely, I reckon, the rough of the race. The, so my two I've gone with, I've landed on Steel City is what Bailey touched on earlier. I haven't been on Barbara as much as preps. So I feel like it's not really right for me to jump on it now. Um, I, I want to jump on the instructor. I know a bit of a query going from 1,000 to 1,200, but I don't think the camp would be doing it for any particular reason. A lot of these horses going up from 1,100 to 1,200. It's not as big of a jump, but you know, it's still a bit of a jump that they have to make. Has a great try behind Ana Vista, who came out, I reckon, ran the best race day of last week. Um, Jordan Charles sticks. And then, yeah, I, the money came in for the horse in the day, and I feel like he's on front. He'll set the terms, and hopefully he can go well. At $10, I'm happy to find out. I reckon he was lucky Amigo wasn't there that day. He got scratched the barriers. Yeah. Yeah, well, Amigo yeah. next start was flying home. Yeah. Um, the, I actually just noticed here, the Ruffy I down for the races, Explore, Exploring Club, the other- Other uh, Cummings runner. Yeah, I reckon that Craig, you could do a good job. Um, but I'm 60 on Steel that, City, 40 on Barber for both one of them to win, I feel like. They're cracking bets. Yeah, I've done uh, 70 Steel City, 30 the Instructor. And uh, if Zolka <laughs> Zol- goes Zol- out Zol- on the day, then I'll be having someone yeah. small on him. No, I just went down the middle, 50 on um, Barber and 50 on Steel City. Sweet. Um, race eight, I guess. The group one for Charity Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Uh, your favourite, I'm Thunderstruck, 330, Alligator Blood, 390, Mr. Brightside, 550, Nugget, $6, My Oberon, $12, and you can have longer the rest. I've got Alligator Blood leading Mr. Mozart and Nugget here. Then I think Mr. Brightside's fourth with all of indices. I'm Thunderstruck, My Oberon, and Aegon out the back. Um, I'll let you start at the top, Boosty, with your... With your go-to, I'm Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah. And I'll bring you back to reality. Nah. Look, second up now, he was great first up. All that early market support suggests that he's in for a big prep um, or when he was racing the other week. And yet now he comes in second up, j sticks. And what was the um, gear change? The Nose roll. Nose, nose roll comes roll. off. So is that like officially off? That's or officially sh- off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I'm pretty keen. Barrier three as well, he'll sit. A lot closer, I think. I feel like Barrier 3 makes him worse. He needs to be wider. Mate, you just I know. He, I always thought that too, him. but he, he's jumped from Barrier 1 before, like and a one. couple of times, and won. So he's a little bit strange, the horse. Yeah. Um, Who cares? It's two horse race in my eyes. Alligator <laughs> Blood and Mr. Brightside for me. Alligator Blood is a class horse in the race. He's in for a big prep here. I would say All Star Mile is his grand, fi- grand final, but he's a good, honest horse. He'll put his best effort in. Blake Shin gets on, and he also had a trial early in the week or two ago. Elliptical came second in that trial and actually came out to one, so good little reference there. Um, and Mr. Brightside closed really, really well last start. He looked really good through the line. First up run was a bit of a runaround. He seems to peak second up in his form. He gets a nice gate. I reckon he can step for speed and definitely be peeling late and having the last crack at him. That's the two for me. Um, yeah, so I'm thunderstruck. For me, he like loomed up like he was going to win. Second fastest four to the 200 of the race, then six fastest two of the post. Definitely conditioning there, like he'll take improvement out of this. I just think this kind of track, 1,400 metres, going to be pretty hard to him to run down, in my opinion, the best 1,400 to 1,600 metre horse in the country, Alligator Blood. Um, the good track is a key for this horse. I think it's 18 starts for 11 wins or something. Um, 1,400 metres will suit him. Shin from Barry Four should get an, Pretty easy lead. He's going to be hard to catch. 
He's so tough up on speed. He might just be a little bit underdone with the All-Star Mile as the grand final, but I'll take my chances with him. It'll be interesting to see what the market does on the day if the track's playing a certain way. This is the bright side. I thought it's a chance, but I actually settled on a little bit of a the X-Factor horse in the race for me, my Oberon. Um, broke the clock here, first start in Australia on a heavy eight, and then was only 1.8 lengths off Alligator Blood over the 1,600 metres on a good three surface. Gets the winkers back on here, um, and I just think that... Uh, who's the jockey on Harry? Uh, Ethan Brown. Yeah, I just think that a little bit of a positive jockey change from John Allen, and I think that while all those other horses were racing um, deeper into the spring, this horse just took the break in its first Australian campaign, and I think Annabelle Nisha might have it ready to go here. This horse can handle a brutal tempo and sprint off it. Uh, everyone else touched on this? Yep. Right. Yeah, oh, strategies. Oh, one more. Oh, oh, you got another one? Ruffy. Aegon. Aegon. Oh. Yeah. Flying last start. He just had the – he was coming off heels, and he ducked back to the inside right up to the fence. He was flying home. Second up, loves the 1,400, and I reckon he's nice each way bit. Yeah, good tracks is the question for me. Seven starts, I think zero anything. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, yeah. yeah. No, he was really big there late. He was He's someone you can definitely follow, I think, getting a bit out and further trip. 1,400 metres, I guess his class is a little bit tough for me. I've gone 75 alligator by 25 my Oberon. Three bucks a place for my Oberon might be the bet on the day. We'll see how we go. Yeah, uh, 70 Alligator Blood, 30 Mr. Brightside. Yep, 90 Thunderstruck, 10 Aegon. All right, wrapping up Sandown with our absolute ripper race, the race nine, the group one Oakley Plate over the 1100. Yep, uh, you got us for uh, $5, IME, $7, Chain of Lightning, $8, Lofty Strike, 9 Uncommon James, nine fifty, as well as Star Patrol. King of Sparta, 10s, and you go out a bit to Zapatero, 17s. Mars Crusader, Ruffy, 31s. Matt Piar, Zoo Style and Astrologist lead from Asfora. Lombardo comes across, Chain of Lightning from two, pushes up with IME. They're probably your first five. And Common James probably gets the trail of Lombardo across. And then you've got Star Patrol, middle pack with Marine One, shooting for gold up the rail, Zapatero. Oh, out the back, Lofty Strike, Rockin' Horse, Mars Crusader, King of Spider, and Maliva. Cracking race. Cracking race. Um, so they're out of the shoot here. Not as important where you're drawn. If you're caught wide, it's pretty much just <clears throat> you're just running like almost diagonal for a little bit, but you might find the better lanes out there. We won't know until the day. There was five for me that I couldn't. Couldn't choose between. I'm actually against the first two in the market, Asfora and I and me. Hate, I would hate to be drawn barrier one in this kind of race. I just don't think it sets up very well for you. And I think Asfora first up. I know she was really good last campaign, but they were all on soft track. She's going to get a good three by this time. And first up could take a lot out of her for these other horses who have had the run and are down, real down in the weight. So Asfora, I was against and I and me, I just thought being down in Sydney, comes here, um, draws a bad barrier, and I just don't know if she has has the class of some of these other horses. She's been racing in you know benchmark and listed listed grades. They've been in some. There's been some proper group form here before. So the five for me was Mars Crusader, Marine One, and Common James, Chain of Lightning, and Star Patrol. Are you finding all of them a little bit different? Any, yeah, any of similar. them? 
Yeah. Nah, a few of them. Two of them. Two of them. Yeah. So you got the two and I've got two in there. Mm. Yeah. And what, you've got a different one, Clive. Who's yeah. a different one going? No, I'm, I'm kicking up for IME oh. here. I know the boys are against it, but... uh, we, What do you think of the Barry? You don't mind Barry ones? Yeah, I don't mind Barry ones. Think about Cool and Gather, Mooney Valley set up. This isn't Mooney. This doesn't matter. It's, it's completely different to me. It's Who won last year? Marabi, Maan Eustace. Who's going to win this year? Maan Eustace. You think I am East Marabi? It could be. Jamie Carr had would have had the option to ride Chain of Lightning and IME. And she's made the wrong decision, I reckon. Well, who cares? She's going to make the you, right decision. You're on both, though. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not fussed, but I'm saying she wouldn't hop off for no reason. Jamie Carr, IME, I'm I'm happy to play this sort of sort of strategy here that I'm going with. Um, he's, she's one for one on her. She'll love being down the weights here. 52 kilos, not going to know itself. Um, I don't mind gate one. I feel like if it, she'll jump well, she'll have soft hands, she'll push it out a little bit earlier. Um, Chain of Lightning, I know the boys will be kicking up for that, so I'll, I'll uh, have a bit of a chat. Uh, he was stuck about three or four what? Oh, no. He was she, stuck, she, yeah. she was stuck about three or four pairs back, unfortunately, last start before getting out late. I, I really like the booking of Craigie here. Just hopefully he doesn't get too analytical on the day. He just starts, he just rides with his heart. Um, he'll be aggressive from the barrier. So hopefully he doesn't want to get too far back. That's the two for me in a pretty cracking race, in my, in my opinion. Bales. Um, I'm with Chain of Lightning as well. I thought that barrier two is a big tick um, for a horse that's going to sit just off the pace. Craigie, 52 and a half kilos, um, or like ideal. Um, should have won last start. I thought in that race, you go through it. She's just held up for way too long and explodes to the line. We touched on how good Moody goes. His horse can handle pressure, runs over 1,400. It's just ticks everywhere for me. I think she gets a dream run in the race. She's going to be hard to catch. Now, I couldn't really decide between Uncommon James and Marine One. Marine One, for me, runs fourth there, right, off a year break. Um, I just don't understand how he's 23 bucks and you get – nines for the others like he gets a five kilo weight drop from last start he gets a second up run behind lofty strike um yes for me he was definitely the the overs in the race but uncommon james i think has a bit more upside than him he was coming off an injury and um he was pretty good there first up almost should have run the race probably just had to work a little bit too hard so i'm with chain aligning and uncommon james i've had to go against arbitrol in saying that, I am 100% backing Mars Crusader and Marine One on the day. They're big prices. They're two classy horses. I would not be shocked if Mars Crusader jumped out of the ground off this brutal tempo. They are going to go quick and it's going to suit horses like that who can absorb pressure and then show their turn of foot late. So Chain of Lightning and Uncommon James to me, but those other two at a price for people listening if you have any bonus bets, any cash left over, you've got to have something on them at a price, even just the place. Brucey, what else you got? Yep, exact same two, Chain of Lightning and Uncommon James. I thought they were both very good last start. Uncommon James first up, you know, he just got done on the line and, yeah, Chain of Lightning just couldn't get out. So I thought both of those second up, I think they'll be hard to beat. And the roughies? No, just those. Two. Against Lofty Strike, like... The others just should have beat him. Got the dream run. Lofty yeah. strike. Yeah, that's just a yeah. one-hit wonder, that horse. Yeah. He's won two races. Well, I'm saying that race. Oh, like, yeah. He'll never get that run again. Ruffy of the race for me, Jaden Lloyd shooting for gold. <laughs> Someone's going to pull something out of their ass. It's him at 40. Yeah, I really he's want a, to back it. Trust I'll probably back me. it on the day. He's, um, have a few bonus things yeah. on that. He's yeah, got one he race of the day. Fourth up as well. 
Loves the track and distance. Bit of an O'Day and Holystead set up here. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just seeing the orange colours. Oh, down. my God. <laughs> and you go on. It just goes back to the yeah, rail. Yeah, you've got to have something on. You'll yeah. be on rails run for sure. Yeah. Area four, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you'll um, pull something out. <laughs> he pulls that, yeah. So, party last week. going to oh, be massive party Sydney. Week. Yeah, that wraps up uh, Sandia. Sandia. Anything else? That nah, value from Sandia, value bet, Sandia. Value bet. Yeah, we'll go value bet at each place. Um, um, what, do, what do you consider value bet? Yeah, something um, over double figures eight or? bucks. Don't preferably double figures. Preferably double figures. No cookbook. Let me go through the odds here. Oh, my the La Don Seuss Rube thing. Oh, yeah. That's 10 bucks. Oh, mate, Shedonak. No, I need. Great value. Forbidden City. That's 950. <laughs> yeah, give me your break. Not before Lark's bird came out. So we're going to, I suppose, last thing I'll say is just, yeah, be watch those races early. Maybe don't bet too hard too early and just watch how this track plays because it's different. It's not going to play the same way that the hillside does. Going to Ramwick. Um Rail out three metres, play pretty fairly. I expect them to be, you know, getting off the rail. It's always a bit of an advantage to run on at Ramwick. The weather, um, 80% chance of one to 10 mil today. And then Thursday, they've got zero mil. Friday, zero mil. Saturday, zero mil, 30 degrees. I think we're on a good four and we're on it for the whole day. I doubt we'll get an upgrade possibly towards the end of the day. But I think we're on a good four the whole time. Um, it's a soft seven at the moment. I think it would be drying out. Yep. We'll start off with, where is it? Race, sorry. I race did this three. all last night because I knew how much we had to do to flip that through. Yeah, the elite, elite sand and soil scoreline stakes, that's one, yeah? Yeah, it's a skyline. Here we go. So, list us off. Uh, your favourite, Shinzo, 310, bases loaded, sevens, Cornish, 850, Ganbear, 850, Disneck, nines, Rush Hour, tens, and you can have longer the rest. Um, speed map here, Russia goes forward with Extreme Spirit, bases loaded, Weimark and Cornichet. Uh, Shinzo from two is probably not too far away with Disneck, Tabs, Ganbear. And then out the back, you got Speeds to Die, Bill, Make a Call and Slideshow. I think there was two horses in this race for the bitter class, Cornichet and Shinzo. I don't see anything else winning. Um, Cornichet was third behind Barber last start in the worst part of the ground. That inside at Sandown that day was not the place to be. Um, you know, Barber's gone around second favourite. This horse has to be your bet here. They've taken him out of the big gun races. They've put him in something like this, $8.50. It's an absolute steal. Um, the other horse, I think Shinzo, close behind Red, Red Resistance in King's Gambit. That's once again form behind the actual Blue Diamond favourite. So, again, two here that are – Classy horses, and we're getting decent prices about them. Red resistance, a little bit less exposed than Cornichet, but might have a bit more upside. So I'm with the both of them um, to get yeah. through this race pretty quick. I didn't think much of it. I thought they were too easy bets and get out of there. No, you're just thinking, thinking the same, Boosty? Yeah, I'm exactly. Yes, yeah, probably not too much. Let's talk about yeah. I'm thinking the same as well. Uh, I'm going 50 50, though. I'm going for a big result Ooh. on Cornichet. I think he's a cracking bet here, and yeah. I'm just going to, you know. Make have a, a save profit off Shinzo. Yeah, I'll be the exact same as Bailey. I was keen on corner shade at 17, so I can't not be keen on 758 bucks this week. Uh, 70 Shinzo, 30 corner shade. Sweet. Moving on to race five, the group two Guy Walter over the 1400 metres. Clap. 
Yep. Uh, top of the market. Hope in your heart. Four dollars. Mirror mission. Mirror vision. Four eighty. Espiona double accepted. Five fifties. Norwegian bliss. Seven dollars. More profits. Ten dollars. And you can have longer the rest. Uh, Matt here. Norwegian bliss. I think fitter just leads. Mirror vision. Then you got Larkspur on. Hope in your heart. Uh, Mustang Valley's got the back of them from New Zealand. Then Espiona Deutsche Dynasty's yearning and more profits. Um, went into this race. Going, oh, you know, it might be tough to find something here. And I thought there was two chances straight away, the two in the market, hope in your heart and mirror vision. I've lent the way of mirror vi- uh, hope in your heart, sorry, just on the fact that I think she's a little bit classier. She was fourth in the Golden Eagle last year, won three late races last prep. The map, I think she's going to get the back of mirror vision or, you know, be a couple of lengths off her and have, have the last crack. First up here is probably the question mark, but there's not too much of the race. This is the classiest horse. I like trainers when there's races like this and they aim them at something and they're not a big camp. Um, yeah, I thought she was a cracking, but I was trying to find something else as well that I could talk you into, but it was either her or Mirror Vision. And the question, the query I have with Mirror Vision is it usually takes her a few runs to get to her best. I think she was third or fourth or fourth and fifth up before she did anything last year. And I know she might have a bit of residual fitness. Um, she did find form at the end of the year, but hope in your heart, Barry, too, for me. Cracking bet. Yeah, I'm the same as Bailey here. I'm not a big fan of this race, um, so I've had to lean on hope in your heart. I think TC will be aggressive from the gate here. Has really good form lines. He was fourth in the Golden Eagle behind. I wish I win. Has had some early market support here. I think he's the uh, horse she. to go. She is the <laughs> horse to go for. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exact same, hope in your heart. I think, yeah, it's a very good bet. A uh, hundred on. hundred on. Yeah, hundred on. Um, race six, the group two, sweet embrace stakes, boosty. Uh, your favourite, Skirt the Law, uh, 260, Blanc de Blanc, 330, Facile, 850, Lazago, nines, Summer, 11, 10s, and you can have longer the rest. Facile, I think, leads, Divine Glory, Skirt the Law, and Blanc de Blanc, the Solitaire, Summer, loving. And then back in the field, you've got Empress of Wonder, Lazago, Porta Rosa, One Kind, Smashing, Dancer, and August Bloom. So I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with Skirt the Law. I think there's just a huge question mark on this horse. So you go you go to last start in the Magic Millions. So to the 600 metres, so there's an all-average benchmark that horses are supposed to run. This isn't even the class. This was a million-dollar race for two-year-olds. It's just the all average. They've gone to the 600 metres, 3.4 lengths slower. So they're crawling out in front. You think, oh, they're going to, you know, dash home here. They come home 3.9 lengths slower. They've gone awful. Um, I know Platinum Jubilee came out and ran okay, but, like, she's fourth or fifth up there. That's her level. And those other two have had one or two starts and gone straight past her. I know this horse may have ha- may have a bit of upside, like might come out and do something on the weekend. But at that kind of price where you've got, Horses like Facil and Lazago in there, it just really blows my mind. So, um, I suppose both are in the same race, both are in the inside lanes. I touched on the review, huge advantage to be down the outside that day. Learning to fly and Blanc de Blanc comes down lanes like like 12 plus. They've come out that wide and got over the top. You watch throughout the day, anything that was up, you know, even in those first 10 lanes was doing nothing. You had to be coming wide. That race actually rated really poorly. So everyone here has gone, oh, Blanc de Blanc, the closest to learning to fly. For me, 
Fasil and Lazago both go up the rail in the worst part of the ground, still run really well. I think they're the clear picks in this race over the other ones. Um, I think there's a lot of improvement to come here. Blunk to Blunk, I thought was, you know, he was good there, but he had all the things in his favour. The other two had to do a lot more. And I think with the gaps, with the margin between them, they were definitely the bets in this race. Now, in saying that, Skirt the Law might come out and surprise me, but right now with the figures, $2.60 about a horse that's done nothing on the clock. Can't entertain me. Those other two have done some done some stuff, so I'm keen on them. Clap. Yeah, don't worry about what the last stat man says here. Skirt the Law for me. Maloney flies down for the ride. Won its trial by six length. Platinum Jubilee, who came well, second. He's down here anyway. Doesn't matter. Platinum Jubilee, who came second last start, has ran a top three last week. Um... I feel like there's not a lot of speed. I feel like he should find the fence, if not one out, one wide sort of position. He loves the distance. And the other one I want to touch on, I'm taking that Magic Millions form here, Abdullah on Summer Loving. Yeah, draws gate four, gets a little bit closer. He has the form behind Barber, which is good to see as well. He does prefer a drier track, which he should hopefully get on the uh, the day. I reckon he's a nice little each-way play at 10s. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> I'll kick it up for uh, Blunk to Blunk. I think, yeah, uh, fourth up now. Great run last time out. J-Max sticks. Going to be fitter and will be very hard to beat, I reckon. The other one I'm with, Bailey touched on it, uh, was Zargo. Yep, ducked back to the inside and was flying. Now it gets Bowman back. So that'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, very keen on those two. Yep. So I've gone um, 70 on uh, Blunk to Blunk and 30. On Lazago. Yeah, I've gone 80, Scott Law 20, Summer Loving. I've gone 50 for Sill and 50 Lazago. Easiest bets I've had of the day. Moving on to. This is the easiest bet, mate. <laughs> Race seven, the group one yep. surround stakes over the 1400 clap. Yep, in secret 215 at the value bet, as Sports Bet says. Uh, <laughs> Sue Gotcha 550, Sunshine in Paris 10s, Ruthless Dame 13s, Fireburn 17s, and you can have longer the rest. Um, <clears throat> For me here, I went out. Oh, sorry, Matt. Uh, North Star Lass and Cinderella Days lead in secret. I've <laughs> sitting in. Third or fourth, Sunshine in Paris, not too far away with Ruthless Dame. Zugotcha comes across from the wire barrier. Madame Pomery's probably got her back. And then you've got Wolverine, Rosetta, Fireburn, Revolutionary Miss, and a lot of love out the back. Ripping races. I went out looking for things to beat in secret. I thought that race was, you know, only fairly rated. She missed the start, did a lot wrong, and still just got there. I don't know if she's come back as good as what everyone thinks, but. This draw for her could not have been better. Gets Hugh Bowman. I just see her sitting third and it's going to be, I don't, like she's a horse where I don't see Zugotcha running over the top of her. I see them kind of coming around the straight. Like if Zugotcha was to beat her, I feel like she'd have to be coming next to her and then like out grinding her, like being a better 1400, 1600 meter horse. This run's going to be a pretty soft tempo out in front and in secret, just going to get the most economical run in transit. That last 50 metres, she might be vulnerable, but you put enough on them that she won't be getting beat there on Saturday. She's, yeah, a ripping horse. Um, the one that I wanted to play at a price as well, if something does go wrong, she misses the start. Madame Pomery here, Revolutionary Miss and Fiber. They were all really good last start. I think they're going to improve up to the 1,400. 
Now, with the draw, was Fireburn and Revolutionary Miss, I think go back to last. Madame Pomery doesn't have to from Barrier 6. I think she's going to be really strong late here. Um, fastest forward of the two last start, then Fitness kind of got her fourth fastest two of the post. But 1,400 metres definitely suits, gets Preble on, $4.40 for your place. Give me some of that. Clap. Yeah, I'm the same as Bailey here. I think In Secret has to be the better of the race. Well, gets, gets the most economical run. Um, simple as that for me. And Madame Pomery. I'm also with Bailey here. We've found the same Ruffy, hoping for a bit of a Wallace setup. Preble was riding out of his skin at the moment. Preble, uh, Pomery had the second fastest 600 and 200 metres last start. Definitely worth a 10. Boost. Yeah, not going to say much. Uh, in secret for me, I think just jumps and wins. Easy. What are so, you going? 100 on. Yeah, I've gone 90 um, in secret and just checking 10 for Pomery on the win, just in case. I've gone 75 to win in secret, 25 to win on the place, Madam Pomery. Mm. Um, what does that take us to race eight? Race eight, the group one feature, the Chipping Norton over the 1,600 metres. Animo, your favourite, $1.70. Fangirl, eights. Moonga, nines. Hinge, twelves. Law of Indices, eighteens. And you can have longer the rest. Um. Map here, Knight's Order probably leads Animo and Hinge. Then you've got Arapaho, Law of Indices, Mawanga, Montefilia. Fangirl's probably not too far away there from one. Then you've got El Bodigon, Huerta, and Stockwin out the back. Um, tough for me to play this. I touched on the review. I'm trying to find bets that aren't under $1.80. I feel like that was my... Cut-off line, Animo here's $1.70, I think, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I'd love him to get to $1.80. I don't know if he will. So I was thinking fangirl to place looked like a cracking bet. Then there was the question of what's the weather going to do. I still think it's going to be a good fall. For some reason, she seems to struggle at this track and distance. Three goes for nothing. Yeah. Um, $2.10 a place, barrier one, not what I like. I would have loved if she got Hugh Bowman back on. She doesn't. He rides Mawanga. I mean, in the odd chance it was a soft track, I think Hinge becomes a bet. If it's a bone dry, good three, like these are place bets. I think Animo is going to win no matter what. Um, if it's a bone dry, good three, I think Fangirl is a place bet. But Animo here is just like they just keep ra- He just keeps racing against the same horses, mm. picking up the same kind of prize money. Like these other horses have to do something. Like why do you keep targeting them at the same race? You'd be, yeah, you'd be worried if Animo was, like, drawn wide, but, like, look where he is. He's drawn barrier three, and last start, they, he just, J-Mac just goes and almost leads on him, sits him second. Should be a rinse and it was and all repeat. over. It's literally yeah. rinse and repeat. He's just going to appreciate the extra 200 metres. So, yeah, as, as, like, the other <laughs> riders, like, someone like, who's on Laws of, Laws of Indices? Like, you've got to do something. If you want to get a fangirl, go put yourself up in second. Like, there's no point in running around. Who's even on fangirl? And McAvoy. Oh. There's no point in just running around and running second. And these are saying that it's good for you, good for us. I feel like every time he runs, you can bet confidently with Animo. Um, so yeah, I guess a hundred dollars on for me. I'm gonna try before I post my tips out. Find a little bit of value somewhere else. Uh, if I had to pick someone else to run second to him, it's probably Moanga. He was good last start. Gets Bowie. Yeah, mm. I would have liked Nash on Moanga a bit more. I think he gets a bit more out of him. No, Five. yeah, not too much else to say. I think Animo gets the gun run, 100 bucks on. Yep, Animo, 100 on. 
Boost us hoping for another place bet from you, mate. I was going to go fangirl, but just the, I don't know, about the 1600 just scared me a bit. Yeah, she, ah, oh, she was, she'd be, she gets the luck from, if she was drawn over five, I'd be yeah. on her to play. She's just, it's just risky when you're drawing the fence there. Um, Last race of the day, race nine, the Group 3 Liverpool City Cup over the 1,300 metres club. Yeah, think about it. 340, Quantico, $5, Cravina, $5, Profondo, $8.50, Sabak, $8.50s, and Riodini, tenths. Uh, Map here, Sabak and Riodini lead from Profondo and Bandersnatch. Gap back to think about it and Gravina, then Ranchan, Quantico, and Rocketing buy at the back. Um. I was on Quantico last start, trying to make it my best of the day. The boys refused me to do it. Ends up getting the job done. Race, I touched in the review, rated pretty poorly. I'm jumping off here. I found another two, but I think you guys have got something to say about Quantico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bailey talked about last start. I was against it. Now I'm on it. Um, Quantico, yeah, he loves a good track. I feel like he's going to get that on the weekend. If it was more of a soft, leaning towards soft heavy, I would have definitely been all money in on Gravina. He had a great return last start. He looks a really smart horse here. Um, so hopefully just can rinse and repeat what Quantico did last start. And the other one I want to touch on is Sabak. Uh, Bowman goes on here, has really good form lines in behind Ellsberg. He's a tough on-speed horse who draws low, has a great first-up record, and he hasn't missed the top three at Ramwick. That's a two for me. Boost. Yep, I'm keen on Quantico as well. I was going to be with Gravina, but I just think the good tr- it's going to become a good track, so I jumped off that. And, yep, I've hopped on Quantico. Good track, 10 starts on the good, seven wins, second. And then Ruffy for me. Not really Shen again. No, he's back, Profondo. Oh, good. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully he gets the good track, which he needs. Uh, he's been racing, racing in much harder races than this. I think he'll a great bet first up. Um, yeah, I'm with Club with Sabak here. Form behind um, Ellsberg and Rustic Steel looks really good. He beat home Wars <coughs> in the seas at his last start. Um, horse with some good figures, gets Bowie. I think he might be a little bit classier than these, and we might have not seen the best of him yet. I think he'll be there ready to play on Saturday. It maps really well. And I'm also with Verissi's other one, Profondo. He had a big last campaign. They were testing the waters with him, you know, trying to see how good he really was. They've reset, they've trialled up nicely, they've aimed him at a target a lot smaller and I think he's a huge chance here. First up last prep, he was second mm. to Animo. Um, I'm hoping for the same kind of result here but way lesser grade. Uh, he gets a dream run as well. I think they're both cracking bets. 50 Sabark, 50, 50 Profondo. Yeah, um, I've actually gone for a bit more value. So I've gone 60 on Sabark and a bit of a saver on Quantico. Cool value. Uh, s- what? <laughs> They're both nine bucks. No. Oh, you mean with your Sabak value? Yeah. I was oh. going to say, geez, how much more do you want out of me? Nah. <laughs> what, are, what are we talking? We haven't even said anything Let's, about the favourite. I'm taking the piss out of you. No, what we favorite? haven't even said anything about the favourite. Think about it. What, just benchmark 88 goes up too much? Yeah, yeah. he's only just been winning narrowly. Like Keeps a low weight. Wouldn't shot. But no. Nah, nah. Goes in your quaddy? No. No. Yeah, take you on. May as well. I uh, just had 60 Quantico and 40 Profondo. Sweet. Uh, Ruffy for Ramwick. Or that, sorry, not Ruffy. Mm. Value for Ramwick. Value for Ramwick. Better go climb the ground. I'd say Cornishay. I reckon he's way <laughs> over the odds. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, you can have Cornishay. I have something else. 
Lazaga. Lazaga? Yeah, Lazaga. Um, I could have Race 4, Secret Glamour, Zachy Lloyd, Martin Eustish. I was looking at that. Yeah, yeah so is that was like 13. So are you going with? Yeah, I'll say it's my value. All right, no, I'll, I'll stick with um, Corner Shea then. All right, uh, wrapping up the tipping side of, or our tipping side of it. We'll be back right after this with our lucky caller and then all of our segments. See you guys then. Cheers. Chautauqua, here he comes, the thunder down under. Cubidor lifting in the middle. Cubidor, the old boy, yes. And Bivouac, who explodes. Bivouac with a powerful display. Zaki in front, sink it over. Down the stands, well, lunges, gets up. Trimmy, hey. how are you, mate? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, doing good, mate, doing good. Um, <laughs> so talk to you a little bit about today, about what the go would be. Um, first of all, you want to let us know what race you're choosing. Yep, yep, I've gone with the uh, race seven Randwick, the drink-wise surround stakes. Yep, so that's um, in secret. In secret, yeah. so gotcha. Yep, yep, that's the one. And so, you needed 100 into 200 or more. Yep, yep. So I've got, what I've got for your bales, I've got, um, I'm gonna have 50 on Zoo Gotcha. Oh no! Ooh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just think I just think it's um it's a good horse that can do more than In Secret. I think I think In Secret is due for a loss. So. Yeah, uh, I I can see what you're putting down. Yeah, and um I've also gone 25 each on Sunshine in Paris and Ruthless Dame. Okay. Wow, so he's just been he's just been the favourite. I think it's due for a loss, and there there's some good horses in this race, and I think um. I think they're all good enough to win. Yeah, I like the value that you've gone for, Krim. Um, yeah, we've, I think the stupid value at, at, at those prices with the like the classy horses they are. Yeah, we've um we've all found in secret, but I I, I was trying to find Zugotch. I think she's a bit vulnerable here in secret, so it wouldn't shock me if one of them got up. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see your full process, but no jockey name, so I guess we'll see how they go with that one. <laughs> yeah, sorry to put a little spanner in your works. Uh, a few moments on. Just a sports fact glitch. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, sports bits. Um, anyway, cheers to that. Good luck to you. If it gets up, we'll see you back here next week. Cheers, Creamy, right, mate. Thanks, you, thanks for doing that. See ya. We head around the country for north, south, east, west and go up to Queensland where I think Star Tontes is going to be pretty hard to beat. Star Tontes is flashing home late. Star Tontes and Star Dancers. Star Tontes is one. In memory of great minds with Tony Brassel and David Gailey, we give you our rip-off version on two blokes with no minds, finest ruffies. This week, it's Luna Fox at 250 to 1. Luna Fox, it's a boil over in the guineas. For sure things this week, gone with forbidden love, down at 50 kilos in the Doncaster Mile. Don't think she can lose. Forbidden love under siege, Mr. Brightside Chancer. Mr. Brightside takes the lead. All right, starting off with north, south, east, west. Uh, north, we're going to Brisbane. What have I got for you here? I've got race one, number one, Jimmy Orman. We did it last week. We'll do it again. Adelaide. Yeah, I've gone in, where are we going? Dooman. Regal Palm, race five, number six, comes up from Sydney. Jimmy Gets Orman on it? No, nah, Brody Loy. Oh, rookie. No, Loy and Eastern. Yeah, come on. It's, hey, Jimmy, it's Jimmy's day. Uh, I've gone, yeah, Doombin race one, the one. No, come on. <laughs> I have, I tell you. Um, 
going down south to Melbourne, race two, number three, shuffle dancer, cracking bet on the day, too classy for uh, – actually, not too classy, too much upside for him. Yeah, I've actually gone uh, in Miss Airy, race six, number two. I think it's, it's a pretty good race bet. Today. Nah, I'm pretty uh, it. Race eight, the one, Thunderstruck. Oh, come oh. on. Fucking hell. Um, going east, race five, number three, hope in your heart, really good bet there. Yeah, uh, skirt the law, race six, number one. Uh, Shinzo, race three, the eight. Uh, West, race eight, number one, Grand Promenade in Morphville. Yeah, I've gone Zorro's Dream, race two, number four. What price is Zorro's? Nine dollars. Yeah. Get a month's while you can. Uh, I've actually gone Ascot. Yep. Race eight, the one, Maricino. Haven't heard it. I haven't. Beat Stein and beat Stein and Oh, really? Um, Butcher me. No minds this week. Race six, number nine at Ranwick. Port, Portarosa. Ran third to Madeira Sunrise in Silicon with Regan Bayless, Annabelle Nisham. Not the worst thing I've not the worst thing they picked. And Sandown, race nine, number six, the Queenslander. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Zoostar. Wow. Um, Tony Gole and Ethan Brown. Thousand metres is probably uh, Eleven hundred is probably a little bit of a stretch for him. It would be better if he's at a thousand, but good first up record. So two thirty dollar shots. For you there, moving on to sure things. Um, Clab, this is kind of your part. You got this. Yeah, so sure things. Uh, I've just locked in the dollar seventy favourite here to anchor it down for the boys. Animo, mm. can't go wrong here. First, uh, as Crim said before, there's a lot of good horses in the race, but there's one great horse, and that's in secret. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we all can't, we all kind of found this horse, um, and we just think it's a bit of a nothing race for a decent horse to win. Race five, number three, hope in your heart. Yeah. Uh, Clap. Yeah. So uh, we add all those three together, we're going to get $16.21 power played. Fucking perfect, if you ask me. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. We're due one. We stuffed up last week. 3 0 last week. Thanks yeah. to Tim Clark. Tim Clark. But hopefully, you can turn it around in the two Cummings Colors and KJ Parker. And that's us for the sure things. Anything um, else to touch on? Questions. Oh, questions. Oh, yeah. What have we got? Um, First one, hang on, I'm just getting them up. Where to now for an S? Paddock. Uh, Paddock. No, Paddock. Freshen not, up. Nah. You, you, okay, let's just say any other horse runs a bad race. No, it's it's fine. Like he's he just yes. had a bad, he could have just had a poor one. He's had a pat, poor one, he was a bit agitated in the gates. Yeah, he jumped on. He jumped, jumped up. On. He was jumping around a bit. 10 seconds before they jumped. Yeah. yeah either, either Wallace assesses him, he, hasn't, he actually has gone bad. He's got old... He's old age, they retire him. You've got to give him another chance, is what I'm saying. Always set him up, freshen up straight to the TJ and he blitzes him. I saw an interesting fact. I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was like two years ago, he flunked him on his race. He did like a 96 handicap. Yeah, and then he this. came out and ran 109. Yeah, like his best ever. Yeah. Something like that. So, so could it, never could count him out. Never count him out. He's the best. When he's in fire, he's so good to watch. You, you, know, you never get your heart racing more when he hits the front and you see him falling in a hole late and they are charging at him and he, yeah. he gets it done for you more, more times than not. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, give him one more. I, I doubt we're going to see him in the spring. This will be the last mm. um, training thing for him. Next, can Gold Trip challenge Animo over 2,000 metres? Oh, on a soft... Slash well, so yes. the Queen Elizabeth last year when Think It Over won. Oh, that, that race. That, that was a joke. That was a joke. 
that would be that race. That's their grand finals, mm. I think. Yeah, he'd give them a good crack for sure. I think it will. Oh. It might be a bit sharp for him over 2,000. Good track. I mean, I reckon it goes on the tempo. If they go extremely fast, Gold Troop's going to be stronger late, but you can't cam out yet. I'd go Animo. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go Animo. Yeah, I'd probably go Animo. Um, and best trainer so far for the autumn. Oh, like in terms of like profit turnover? Or just or like just- who's winning the most races? I suppose the first two group ones, who won the first one? Mick Price is going pretty yeah. good. Anavisto. Jack and Jack O, yeah. Um, Cummings and that Jerome. Oh, yeah, Hunter. Cummings. Cummings is, Cummings is actually he's, going good. He's been a little bit quieter lately. He's set up for his big races. Yeah, you're right. He'll probably fire on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> Marcus is calling Gatta gets home. Mm. Yeah. They haven't had as many big runners as what they usually do. I mean, they got Gold Trip back this week. Melbourne Cup winner. Yeah. yeah. Lightning Stakes winner. Um, yeah, Wall has been a bit quiet. Well, yeah, yeah, very quiet. Very quiet. Maybe he's just still getting over very elegant. Maybe the end of NSE, he's just waiting for the new new superstars. Espion yeah. is supposed to be, and then what happened? <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. Good luck on the weekend. Definitely be a little bit cautious with your betting. Watch how the track plays, especially at Sandown. I can, you can, the later the day goes on, the more confident you can bet. Um, I'll see you guys Monday for the review. Cheers. Cheers. But it's Persan at the clock tower. Persan, what a prep it's having, and it's going to run in.